listener production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Welcome to another edition of the Summer Series of Morning Agenda, where we take a look back at the major stories and issues that have set the agenda in 2022. Today, we're looking at insurance, especially life insurance and income protection. Like home and contents cover, this area of insurance can be incredibly confusing. And the premiums can often be very expensive and may not cover you for exactly what you need. Being adequately covered financially if you're injured, suffer permanent disability or are unable to work because of an illness is incredibly important, especially if you have a major financial commitment like a mortgage or family members to care for. Some cover is offered in some super funds, but like most other insurance policies, The devil can often be in the detail and you need to know exactly what you're covered for. Today, we speak with consumer advocate Effie Zahos, who is editor-at-large at CanStar, to find out more about getting the right life or income protection insurance and what to watch out for in the fine print. Effie, thanks so much for joining us. Why should we get income protection insurance? Look, it's something that I think we need to at least consider. We are entering in a a period where we've got more debt, we've got interest rates going up, and so the ability for you to protect what you've got is very important. But it's really important, just as important to understand what is income protection insurance. A lot of people do misunderstand that and think that um, if you lose your job or you become redundant, you've got some protection there. When in fact, income protection insurance pays you basically for your loss of income if you're unable to work because of a disability caused by an illness or injury. Um, So that's really important to understand that difference. There are insurances out there, hard to get, that could uh, protect uh, protect you against redundancy. But this one in particular, when we talk about income protection insurance, this is more because you're unable to work due to, say, a partial or total disability. The things to understand with this type of insurance is a lot of people, when they do then want this and then have to um, uh, act on it, they're surprised that they don't get the full amount or there are time frames. Now, in general, and this is very general, up to about 90% of your pre-tax income would be paying the first six months and up to 70% for a period after six months. Um, And there is, in some cases, quite a bit of a a leeway until you can get this. Um, You have a choice, for example, of, say, 14, 28, 60 or 90 days, a claim period. The the faster you want it, the more you're going to pay in your premiums. The longer you're willing to wait, the less your premiums are. And that catches out a lot of people too. Um, In some cases, it might only cover you up to 75% of your income. So these are all the things you've really got to check. What is it? How much will it cover me? And and how long do I have to wait? And, And will it be paid forever? No. Again, there are timeframes on that as well. Effie, it's interesting because I was never really focused on income protection insurance until a good friend of mine, unfortunately, was diagnosed with cancer. And Mm. then all of the issues she experienced when she tried to actually uh, get her income protection insurance paid out. And then I thought, okay, let's look through what I'm covered for, what my husband's covered for. And then you realise this is an absolute minefield and it's incredibly difficult to work through. So some people actually get automatic cover in their super, but often it's actually not worth it, is it, in some circumstances? 
Yeah, you do automatically do get cover in your super. You'll have your uh, uh, TPD that will be in there. Income protection insurance, generally you do, you might have to opt in. Some of them do have them as a, a default, but if it is as a default, you can bet your bottom dollar that it will probably be fairly low as well. And usually the insurances would be very general. There will be quite a few exclusions. Um, again, that's being very general, but you know, you, you really do have to check in your super fund what is it I'm covered for, uh, how much will I get, and what are the exclusions, just as your friend had, had discovered. Because one of the first things people say is that, oh, you've got insurance in your super. Yeah, you, you would have insurance in your super, but typically it may not be that income protection insurance. Um, and like I said, if it is, it'd be default and it wouldn't be as generous. And in regards to why we should get it, Effie, many people may say, look, I'm in my mid-20s, I'm healthy, I don't have any children, I'm only paying rent. But when you realise if you do suffer a serious disability or a serious injury and you are out of the workforce for a long time, that's going to be incredibly challenging financially. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I mean, you still need to put food on the table, pay your rent. Um, and in a lot of cases, it can um, trap people out when parents have, say, assisted their children in getting a, a mortgage and they don't have, say, income protection insurance and, and something happens terribly where they, you know, have, uh, you know, fallen ill for total disability or, or, or some illness because of that, lost their income because of um, an injury, then the, the onus rests on the parents because they've typically given a guarantee for that. So, you know, it's a good rule of thumb that, um, you know, once you've hit that, you know, your 20s and uh, you do have some debt or, you know, you are personally liable for your own financial affairs, just take a look and just see what am I covered for? What's in my super? Do I need more? Do I need less? Um, and even it is worth probably getting some advice in that regard as well. And in regards to getting someone to help you, because it's incredibly difficult to work through the details. And of course, for insurance companies, they don't want to pay it out. So they make it very often difficult to understand. Mm. Where are some of the great places we can go to that can simplify this process and work out which policy would suit you best in that time in your life? Because you've got to change because your circumstances change. Yeah, and it's not a set and forget, absolutely not, um, because as you go through life, your commitment changes, you, your people who may be dependent on you may change, your debt levels change and so on. I mean, you're ins- you know, there are insurance brokers that deal in this day and out. You've got financial advisors as well. You've got insurance companies, but obviously they're probably just selling their own products. I mean, a really basic place to start would be the government's website, themoneysmart.gov.au, and getting some general information there um, to understand what your super has. Because let's face it, you know, most of us would have a super fund, especially if we are an employee. They do give limited free advice. So it's worth picking up the phone indirectly. You're paying for it somewhere along the line there and get them to explain exactly what is my cover, what's included, what's excluded. A really big area that needs careful consideration with any insurance policy, Effie, is mental health. We know many income protection insurance companies are paying out millions of dollars in insurance claims because of mental health with employees in the workforce. But it's also important to note that if you do go and see a professional, whether that's a GP or whether that's a psychologist for mental health issues, that can affect the cost of your premium or any possible payouts. It's just really important to note how any of those visits could affect your potential to get income protection insurance or any payout. 
Yeah, Tash, you're absolutely right. Um, but I don't want people to think, well, I, I'm not going to tell anybody about this because if you do take out health insurance and, and that is um, a, a, an issue that they later find, you, you may find that you've kind of bought yourself a junk policy won't cover you for anything. And, and you're absolutely right. I believe uh, figures, you know, there's been about a 50% increase in mental health claims over the, the, the last five years to, to 2020. So this is a, a huge area and it's such an important area and it's not that clear. Um, it was interesting that um, I know CanStar did a, a survey around this to, to try and see, um, you know, Aussie's perceptions on how a person's mental health history could impact an application for insurance. And they found that less than a quarter of people survey said they thought seeing a doctor about a mental health issue could have an impact on the cost or ease, you know, or, or make it harder to get insurance. More than two in five didn't think it would have an impact and the remainder said they were unsure. So that just shows the confusion that, that's out there. Um, there's no denying that it could actually have um, an impact on your policy and maybe even your, your premium. Um, and I, I guess what applicants need to understand is that let's say you take out life insurance and, and um, total uh, permanent disability insurance, you may be asked to disclose pre-existing uh, pre conditions including your medical um, history um, and treatments. Um, and you may find that some policies will have exclusions for mental illness-related claims. Um, others will charge more. Um, there is cases where people have gone to seek some help, maybe to do something with anxiety, and then being lumped in one bracket here and complete exclusions, uh, um, uh, you know, that they don't, they block any benefits, say, for example, as a result of suicide. There, there, there's so, it, it's a minefield, Tash, what, what's happening here. And I, I guess it's a case, again, of um, understanding what your policy does have. Um, but I'd like to see further clarity um, around this, the impact of, of mental health on your insurance. And that's what is also disappointing is the fact you only find out about this when you make a claim. So from what I can understand, it's important, even if you do have a policy, that you then have to inform the insurer, although we're told constantly to go and get seek help, but that it could actually affect the cost of your premium or any potential payout. It, it, it very well could. Um, and, and look, let, let's think about how insurances work. I mean, they're priced based on risk, aren't they? Mm. So if they see anything or could put anything down to a greater risk, you can bet the bottom dollar that more than likely there's going to be a, a generally a higher premium to be paid. And have you seen circumstances, because as I mentioned earlier, Effie, every one of us don't think that we're going to have an accident or be unable to work, but sometimes... This is a really important policy to, you know, decide on and to make a decision on and to make an informed decision about what may suit you. Because with rising cost of living, also some premiums may be completely out of reach for many Australians. Yeah. Uh, and um, now more than ever, I, I think insurance is something that we really do have to tackle. Uh, and you, you say out of reach, you, well, we already know that, say, with home and content insurance in some places around Australia, it is out of reach. Um, I, I know it's not exciting. Um, I know it's probably the last thing most of us want to do. But I think, you know, putting some 
time aside to have a look at all your insurance policies um, going through them because if you are paying them for them you might as well try and understand well, what am I paying for here because as our budgets come you know get a bit tighter uh, these are areas that we may possibly be able to save maybe we are paying for things we're not using or paying for something that we didn't realize we actually had and don't need or maybe we do need more um, it's something that you really have to do now there's no way you can escape it it's not just like yep yeah, I've got insurance ticket yeah they'll be right well do you do you know what you've got what's in it as we know the devil is always in the detail thanks so much for your assistance and great tips today thank you listener